0: Great. Stop it! Yeah, Don't him like that. Mercy! Did you not get the memo? Good morning, Chicago. How are y'all feeling today? It is Wednesday. Just to keep y'all updated on what day of the week it is. <laughs> We are live once again. My name is Pat, the designer. This is Pat and the people brought to you by Windy City, the breeze. Don't mind me here in the beginning. I'm just sharing it up, making sure that everybody can see the content, see the video, all that good stuff. Uh, NFL draft coming up, man. Who's ready for it? Who's excited for it? I know I am. Even though uh, first day of the draft, the Bears have no pick. A lot to talk about. Do the Bears try to get back into the first day of the draft? Is that something that Ryan Pace is looking to do? He's been aggressive his whole career. Not always to his, uh, to his successes. But he has been aggressive his whole career. Does he try to sneak his way into that first first round yet again? If you are new to the channel, if you just now joining a live, please like the video. Please share the video so that we can get as many people in here talking sports as we can. Start me a watch party. I appreciate all of y'all, man. What is the most important thing the Chicago Bears have to address coming into this draft? Is it the quarterback position? That's what we're talking about today. Is it the quarterback position? Vern in the live, was good, bro? Vern, how you feeling, Brody? P1, share this video, bro. What is the most important thing the Chicago Bears have to address in this draft? Is it the quarterback position? The Bears got a lot they got to work on in this one, right? They got a lot they got to work on. Garcia, what's good? There's a lot they got to work on, man. But is the quarterback position something that they need to address in this year's draft? I know y'all looking at me like, why isn't he making eye contact? I'm just sharing the video up, man. If y'all could share it, it'll help a lot. Share this video, like this video. I appreciate y'all. Start a watch party. Let's get as many people in here as we can. Let's get it cracking. If you hear me sniffing today, too, it's sinuses, it's not Rona. It's sinuses. No Rona over here. None of the Roro. Trying to keep it that way. What is the most important thing that the Chicago Bears should be addressing in this draft? Is it is it even on the offensive end? Is it even on the offensive end? For me, honestly, if I'm looking at it, if I'm looking at um, top five positions the Bears would need to address, I don't know if quarterback's my number one. And I do know that, you know, I I don't believe Mitch is the answer. I don't believe Nick Foles is a long-term answer. But I do believe that you have... Your most important thing that you need to address in this draft, looking at 43, of course you want to take the best available player, but if you have something that you can address, if you have something that that you feel like you need to address, the most important thing that you need to be looking at is the offensive line because it doesn't matter what quarterback you put back there this year, Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Foles, heck, Tyler Bray. It's not going to matter who you put back there. Aaron in the live was good, bro. It's not going to matter who you put back there if you don't have somebody who can hold him up. I don't care how good your team is on the defensive end. I don't care if you got freaking Tom Brady in his prime back there. If you don't have dogs in front of him to hold him up, he's going to end up on his butt. You can have the best wide receivers in the league. We did a video a couple days ago, Uh, uh, Should the, or maybe last week. I think it was last week. Should the Bears go after Odell Beckham Jr.? It doesn't matter if you go after Odell Beckham Jr. If you don't have anybody to hold up your quarterback to get him the ball. It all starts with the dogs up front. It all starts with your boys up front. Let me know in the comments who do you believe, uh, uh, what position do you believe is the most important for the Bears to look at? Is it the quarterback position? Should the Bears be addressing the quarterback position this year? I don't know. I don't know. I would say no. Unless somebody slides to you that you can't pass up. Do you believe that Jalen Hurts is going to slide that far? I don't know if I believe Jalen Hurts or somebody slides to 43 where the Bears are. Or is there a guy that you love so much that you're willing to package picks to go up and get him? Does Tua slide far enough to where you're like, man, we could package a few picks up and go get this mug? Aaron in the live. Definitely O-line still have a kicker issue. Do we, though? Do we, though? I think Eddie P. Had, had his issues, but manageable. He was manageable. And we're in a league where it's not just the Chicago Bears who are dealing with a kicker issue. For some reason, moving that, moving that ball placement back really shook a lot of kickers in this league other than, like, the greats, the Robbie Golds and stuff like that. But I think we're just moving into an era of football where... Teams are gonna go for the two more. Teams are going to go for uh, um go for it on fourth down more than than kicking field goals. I think we're moving into an era where field goal kickers are starting to die away. Because you're seeing a lot of coaches be way more aggressive now, just like, nah, nah, it's okay. We cool, we're gonna get up out of here. We're gonna go for it on fourth, let's do it. If you're in the live right now, please like the video, please subscribe to the page, because we do talk Chicago Sports Weekly. We don't want you to miss a thing. Is quarterback Is there a quarterback in this draft that does it for you for the Bears in the second round? Is there a quarterback in this draft that you're like the Bears should definitely go after him? Or is there somebody that you think might slide far enough in the later rounds? Or is there a project? Maybe there's a maybe there's a uh, a Tom Brady out there? Maybe I appreciate y'all for joining. If you can't stay for the whole live, this will be up in podcast format on all streaming platforms. If you are podcast fans, I know we hadn't posted the last couple been mad busy over here, but we're going to post all of them today. So we appreciate y'all for joining. Um, Got a few talking Bulls, talking Bears. So we're going to have all of that up there today. Where do you believe the Bears should be looking at in this draft? Is it offensive line? A. Miller in the comments uh, that's a good point, but games being lost by three a lot. And listen, let me tell you something. When, when we're talking about, you you know why we have a kicker issue, and, and I, I'm glad you brought up that point, Aaron. Um, why we have a kicker issue and why I don't know if the Bears need to address it right now because this is the thing. The more important thing is, like he said, games being lost by three. Games that were being lost by three were because the offense was not moving the ball. Your quarterback wasn't moving the ball. Your offensive line was not run blocking well. Those are the games you were losing by three. So I don't want to hear, I, 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 Eddie P's fine. Let him stand back there and kick. They brought in competition, whatever, who cares? Terry Beverly, Taryn Beverly, I'm sorry, bro. Uh, if Hertz is on the board, Pace would be dumb not to take him. I'm not going to lie to you, Hertz is growing in my book a lot more. I am liking Jalen Hurts a lot more the more I watch him. I've heard both ends of the spectrum. I've heard from most people, though, that he will be a project no matter what. Do you want another project to come in? Now, I'm fine with a project sitting behind Nick Foles because as as, a, as Bears fans, we want to win now, and I think the Chicago Bears are in a win-now mode. Ringo on the live what's good, bro. I think the Chicago Bears are in a win-now mode, right? But – You also have to think for the future. So if you go get a project who can sit behind, I'm expecting it to be Nick Foles. If Nick Foles gives you two years of production and then you're like, we ain't re-upping this dude. Let's go get whoever. Let's go get Jalen Hurts. Let's go get this guy. And he's a project for the future. As long as you think he is a project, that is, we need to sharpen these things here. We need to sharpen these things here. Not that we need to teach you how to play football. Like Taryn just said, it's not a Mitch project. It can't be a Mitch project. (laughs) A Mitch project's unacceptable. No more Mitch projects. At all. Let's keep that off the board. But that's that's the thing. Is, is the quarterback position something that you need to address? Because, listen, the Bears still have a lot of positions they need to address. I think without Prince and Mukamora, there, you're going to need to find another cornerback. Now, was Prince the end-all be-all? No. But he knew how to play the position, and for the most part, he knew where to be. You're going to have to find somebody like that. We're going to have to find somebody that that can understand where to be in this draft. Because right now, you're drafting for starters right now. So I think the cornerback position is something that needs to be addressed. I think the offensive line, let's just run through that whole thing. I think Cody White here is good. I think James Daniels is okay. But other than that, let's run through that whole thing. You know what I'm saying? I'll take some backups at that position. I think you're okay at running back right now. Quarterback is something that needs to be addressed. But I think the, the two most important things the Bears need to look at in this draft is if you can find a starting quarterback, cornerback for the next 10 years or a number two wide receiver to stand next to, uh, um, I'm thinking Anthony Miller, Allen Robinson, I'm sorry. Because Anthony Miller right now hasn't shown you that he can stay healthy. Right now, Anthony Miller hasn't shown you that he can stay healthy. And I like Anthony Miller. I love Anthony Miller. I think that mug is going to be a dog in this league as long as he can get that shoulder together. If he can keep that shoulder in place, I think that the Bears are okay at the wide receiver position. And then tight end. Tight end, of course. Tight end, of course. Taryn Beverly, Foles is not a QB one. I'm sorry. We in a lose-lose situation with him and Mitch, bro. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing. You have to understand. Foles, he might not be your QB one for the next two years. I agree with you. I don't know how he's going to perform in this, in this Bears offense, right? But I do know this. With Rona going on, with the Roro in the air, No one's going to training camp. Any free agent acquisitions, any new quarterbacks going to different places, they're not going to have a full understanding of what they have. Nick Foles has an advantage there. The defenses aren't going to be ready. Nick Foles has an advantage there. Nick Foles understands the system, understands where players are supposed to be at this moment in time. That gives him an advantage in the beginning where the Bears, honestly, let's be honest, all he has to do, right, all he has to do, if if the Bears put up an average of 24 points, 24 points with this defense, how many more games did we win last year? If they could average 24, Mick Rowley, he'll be another Mike Glennon. Ugh, let's hope not. Let's All right, let's take it easy. Okay. Like, Foles ain't great, but Foles got a Super Bowl. Let's not disrespect him on Mike Glennon's level. Mike Glennon got a long neck, and that's it. Mike Glennon is wild. Let's not not go there. But I think that the Bears' most important position they need to look at in this draft is the offensive line. Run through that. Run through that. You know what I'm saying? And I think that Nick Foles right now at the quarterback position, right now I'm talking about this season, I think he is capable. And if we had capable last year, we could have won at least two to three more games, which is a playoff spot. And here's the thing. If we had capable last year at the offensive line, we might have a better running game. We might have had more of a commitment to the running game. I think that not only does the offensive line start things off with the quarterback protecting the guys on the field, it also gets your coaching staff more comfortable with the players that are already out there. Maybe it changes how Nagy calls things and improves his play calling. Because Nagy was like, listen, I'm not going to give you an opportunity for me to get negative three yards every play. I'm going to throw the ball. The problem was he had nobody to throw the ball either. (laughs) If you're in the live right now, please like the video. Please share the video. We appreciate the support, man. I'm telling you right now. If I were the Chicago Bears looking at 43. Now, if Jalen Hurts is there, you you have to believe. With the first pick, with your first, second round pick, you have to believe. That he is the quarterback of your future. Because both your second round picks are mad important because you basically have no picks in this draft. Mad Nick Foles disrespect in the comments. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's hilarious to me. I'm not saying Foles is going to be the end-all, be-all. But when somebody, a- Aaron, Nick has a lot to prove. All he got is a game in the Super Bowl. First off, he was cold that whole playoffs. Second off, he was pretty good that whole season while he played. But I, he does have stuff to prove. I'm not saying you're wrong. But that is hilarious. That y'all. I mean, all, the, all he got is a Super Bowl, brother. Come on now. He just dominated the Patriots. Hey, <laughs> that is hilarious to me. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I love it, y'all. If I were the Chicago Bears, the first position I would address, only because, only because I think there's guys you can move around. And uh, if y'all listen to ESPN 1000, David Kaplan has been talking about this dude, Cesar Ruiz. I would look there because he's so interchangeable. Whether you want... Whether you want uh, him to play center or you want him to move out to guard, now you've got three. I don't know how James Daniels is going to improve from season to season, playing a full season where he's at, but you, I would say you'd have three studs on the offensive line. I like the pick that Cap has been talking about with Caesar Ruiz. Um I believe he had Mark Spears on, I believe. Uh, And his most important thing was watch out for Dallas. Now, in my opinion, out of all the players in in this draft, if you feel, if you're the Chicago Bears and you feel that there is an offensive lineman who, barring injury, can stand there and play His position for the next 10 to 12 years, you move up to go get him. Would I package both second round picks? Maybe not, but maybe a pick this year, maybe a pick next year. You move up to go get him because you win games with the dogs up front. Your greatest football teams are always going to have the dogs up front. It doesn't matter who your quarterback is. We've seen garbage quarterbacks win Super Bowls. Why? Them dogs up front and them dogs on the defensive side. The in the trenches is where you win your games. Mick Riley in the uh, in the comments. With the first pick, we would pick the best player available and if Hurts is there, You better believe it's a done deal. Then address the O-line. But what kind of O-line are you going to get then? What kind of o lineman are you going to get then? That's my only question to you. If you can find a stud to stand on on your offensive line for the next 10 to 12 years, I think you got to pull the trigger on that immediately. Now, I do believe it's best player available, but you have to understand best player available at what position? Because right now, if the best player available is the wide receiver, that's great. But do you have a guy that's going to be able to block for the guy that's got to complete the pass to him? That is my only question. That is my only question. Do you have a guy who's going to be able to stand in front of you to protect your quarterback? you have to protect the quarterback no matter who's back there w- listen as mu- as bad as mitch was mitch would have been better now that's that's you know going from trash to garbage but he would have been better if he could didn't have to run for his life and if he wasn't worried about getting sacked everyone's better with protection Nick Foles will probably be better if the Bears can protect him than if he's worried about getting killed. I think if you have a stud lineman, you have to go after him. Of course, we want the flash name, right? We want the, oh, my God, we got to go get a a, a wide receiver, a running back, a quarterback. We got to go get the name that we heard all the time. In my opinion, the Bears need to go get the name that wasn't heard at all in college. You know why? Because he wasn't getting called for holding penalties. He wasn't getting called for being downfield. He wasn't getting called for illegal blocks. Go fix your offensive line, and I'll bet you the Chicago Bears team looks competent. Because with this defense right now, listen, the the offense, terrible, right? I think you got pieces in place that should be good. But the offense is terrible because there's no protection. But on defense, this is a Super Bowl caliber defense. Marcus D. Mitch can't throw, he underthrows, he overthrows, can't read defenses. Oh, like I said, bro, trash to garbage. I'm not telling you that he was gonna save the team at all. Trash to garbage. I'm so off of the Mitch train. We took the tracks up. Ain't no tracks on the train no more. The train derailed. Get get him out of here. I'm I'm on it. Aaron Miller, are we going to give Mitch the benefit of the doubt with his shoulder? (sighs) I want to learn how to do a zoom in so I could just zoom in on my face right then because I couldn't even say nothing there. Wasn't it his his non-throwing shoulder as well? I believe it was his non-throwing shoulder that he injured, so I don't know if I can give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm off the Mitch train. I think the Bears need to address the quarterback, but do they need to address it in this draft? That's my question. Do they need to address it in this draft? Or do you feel competent enough that if you protect the quarterbacks that you have on this roster and if you have guys that can open up lanes in the running game, that you will be able to move this offense downfield, score 21 to 24 points a game, and this defense can kill people? With what you have right now, do you feel confident enough that if you fix the offensive line, if you go out, say they go all O-line with this draft, right? They just go after dogs. I don't think they'll do that, but say they go after dogs. They try to fix this offensive line right now this year. Do you believe that this offense has enough with Nick Foles running the show that they can go out and they can Score 21 to 24 points with David Montgomery running the ball. Running like we think he can if he can get these lanes. Is it enough to help this defense carry you to a Super Bowl? Hey, Miller, I don't think it's a need this year, but definitely within two years. Absolutely. I think you have to address it. I'm not saying, hey, we got foes. Let's go, baby. Best backup in the game, baby. Let's start them. 16 games. 16 games. No, I'm not saying that at all. But I do believe that If you don't get it done within the next couple of years, you'll be messed up for the next 10 to 15 years. Everybody will be looking for a new job. Brian Pace will be out of there. Matt Nagy probably out of there. Bears will be right back in the same situation, right? Anthony Serrato. We need a spread wide receiver, deep threat burner, not a QB this year. Wide receiver strong safety, offensive line. Well, I do think they need a wide receiver, but this draft is so deep at wide receiver, I think that you could honestly get to the point where you didn't even draft a guy and there'd still be guys available that maybe somebody overlooked. Marcus D, is definitely a need. How long do you think we're going to have this elite defense? Well, this is my thing. I think the quarterback is a need, but my question is, is it a need in this draft? Do you have to go after it in this draft? I think this defense may be what? If you're winning, maybe three to four more years. If you're not winning, two. If you're not winning, two. If you're not going to playoff games, making deep runs, this defense will not be here in two years. It'll be new pieces. They'll be looking to move Khalil Mack. They'll be looking to move Akeem Hicks. It'll be new pieces. I guarantee it. But the question is not, do we have to go find a superstar quarterback? The question is, can we find a competent quarterback? Because right now this defense, what the defense, 18, 18 points a game. Now there was some bad games in there. There was some injury last year. You'll probably have to deal with some injury this year. I hope not, but that's how football works. People get injured because it's a contact sport. So you'll have to deal with some injury at some point, right? But the question is, can you find a guy who's competent enough to go out and put up more than 18 to 21 points? Can you find a guy that can move this offense enough that he can go out and put up 18 to 21 points? And I'm not talking about six touchdowns against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I want to see you be uh, competent against the Philadelphia Eagles, the New England Patriots, the Baltimore Ravens. Can you be competent then? He got in the live. What's good, bro? I'm not saying that the Chicago Bears have to do this for the, for the next 10 years with Nick Foles. I'm saying, is the quarterback position something that the Bears need to address this draft tomorrow? Tomorrow, should the Bears be addressing the quarterback position? Should the Bears be looking to trade up to address the quarterback position? Tomorrow. Yep, just need a QB that will manage. That's why I'm confident in Foles to get the job done. I don't know if I'm confident in him, but I think he understands the system. I think that he's a pretty good game manager. I think that he'll understand where guys are supposed to be, and as long as guys are there and he has time to get it to them, he'll be able to get it to them. But in my opinion, if you're not addressing the dogs up front, you're doing a disservice to this offense. If you're not addressing the dogs up front, you're doing a disservice to this offense. Andrew Hull, he has Cody he miss the field goal. He plays great against the Eagles, and we beat the Ravens last time we played them. Yeah, different Ravens team, though. A little different Ravens team. Andrew, you still on the Mitch train here? Is somebody in here on the Mitch train? Yeah, I'm off of that. Taron Beverly, think they should trade for Trent Williams. Now, that that has come up. That has come up. And I've heard from a few NFL analysts, experts, call them what you may, that if Trent Williams were to go right now in the draft at, I believe, let me look it up, let me look it up before I say something that is not factual. I try to be as factual as I can on my show. Um, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to get an age here. 31. 31. That if Trent Williams at 31 years of age were to go in the draft right now, he would still be a first round pick. That's how good he was. Now here's the question I ask you. Now Trent Williams is great, but there's two things that you have to ask yourself. Now, if you can give up a second round or third round pick for him, because he ain't coming back to Washington. But there's two things you got to ask yourself. Is he, I think we know he's worth the pick. Is he healthy, one, and how much does he care to come back to football? How much does he want to play? Because he clearly, I don't know what the situation was in Washington. But he clearly was like, no, I'm straight. I'm good. And what pick is too high for him? I wouldn't give 43. Because this is the thing, when you get him in here, you got to pay him. Right? You got to pay him. And you got a lot of money on this payroll. Now, I'd rather you put your payroll into your dogs, but at 31, can you go out and find an offensive lineman, a tackle, who can, who can play that position at somewhat close to or a high level that's cost controllable in the draft? Because it's all about cost control at this point. Andrew Holt's still on the Mitch train, everybody. He says, we almost beat the Pats. It's like everyone forgot about Mitch and Nagy. What Mitch and Nagy did two years ago. Crazy as heck, Trubisky needs to start. I don't want a backup QB starting for my Bears, brother. Oh, Hey, listen. If you're on the Mitch train, more power to you. Listen, the best scenario for the Chicago Bears this season. I'm going to lay out the best scenario for you, right? The whole world is wrong. The whole world is wrong. Mitchell Trubisky comes out and kicks Nick Foles' butt. Wins the quarterback competition uh, glowingly. Hitting guys on time. Able to run the RPO. Understands the offense. Able to read a defense. Be Able to hit guys in the hands. I didn't forget about what Mitch and Nagy did two years ago, but I did remember watching them continuously, and the only – Only half of football that we really have to go to that he was a dominant quarterback was the end of the Eagles game, which they lost. The best scenario for the Bears is that Mitchell Trubisky wins out and dominates and comes out next year on fire. I don't see it. I don't see it. But I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Aaron Miller. Mitch did have a five touchdown game. Uh, Wasn't that against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who basically had no defense at that point? We're not here to debate, Mitch. I guess we technically are. (laughs) I guess technically we are because we're looking for a new quarterback, right? If you weren't able to stay or if you got in here late, this will all be up in podcast format on all streaming platforms. We're on iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff talking, talking to Chicago sports. We're trying to get Ringo back in here real soon. I'm working on it every day trying to figure out a way to, uh, to get this to work so that we can both be on here live with y'all. Dante Roel in the live. I know that's not how to say your last name, but when you put that, uh, when you put that post up, now nah, I got to say it like that. Roel. <laughs> he was mad. What's good, bro? We appreciate you for joining. Where do the Bears place the importance of quarterback in this draft? Is it the number one thing they need to address? Is it the number one thing they need to address? I say no. I think you need to find a corner, 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 cornerback. A strong safety is very important. But offensive line should be your number one priority coming into this thing. Offensive line should be your number one priority coming into this thing. Varel in the live. What's good, bro? If you're not fixing your offensive line, you're doing a disservice to this offense. You're doing a disservice to this team. Because all you have to do is make this offense competent. It doesn't have to be the best offense in the league. Competent. J.R. Johnson in the live. Wide receiver K.J. Hill in later rounds. O-line at 43 Strong safety at 50. I, I wouldn't be mad if you went with your first two picks, O-line and strong safety. And I like how you said wide receivers in the later rounds. Absolutely. This wide receiver, y'all know how deep this class is, bro? Oh, my God. I think, I think the names we're going to know in five years, ten years, are going to be a few guys that weren't even drafted. We're going to be like, how'd guys miss this guy? how did they, how'd they miss this? How Because this draft class is so deep at the wide receiver position. It's wild. It's wild. Hey, I appreciate everybody for joining. Like I said, this is going to be up on all streaming platforms. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Uh, probably at about I don't know an hour. So if you weren't able to stay here for the whole thing, uh, let me know. Uh, we can we're, we do have the link up on the page, so y'all can uh, click on that and check us out on whatever streaming platform you prefer. Be sure to subscribe to Windy City The Breeze on YouTube as well. We talk Chicago sports weekly on there in shorter form videos. We as always will be in the comments for discussion. We'll be live again Friday. Friday. I'll announce what we talking Thursday with this with this real lack of sports. Um we'll probably be like prepping for the last dance or something, barring somebody doing something great. But uh Yeah, we'll be live Friday at eleven o'clock. Friday at eleven o'clock. So please be sure to join us on that. We appreciate all the support. Appreciate all the love. I am gonna get up out of here. It is your boy Pat the designer back at it again. Make sure y'all like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Till next time. Peace.